This is the Alternative Media, exposing government corruption, defending our suspended constitution, demanding the rights of we the people, broadcasting the truth the puppet media dare not report. Long live liberty and death to the new world order. Prepare yourself. This is the Alternative Media. Richard Carey filling in for Terrence Joff. This is Saturday, March 11, 2023, and we have a bit of a roundtable panel here. I'm joined this hour and last by Mike Sledge, Paul Edward Stevenson, and James in Vancouver. We will be taking calls. The phone lines are open this hour. And, well, at the close of the last hour, we were comparing a bit of what could be to come in the U.S. to what has already transpired over in the U.K. Uh, And, and, and Paul, you were uh, trying to take a moment to to uh, make some uh, comments to to Mike there. I noticed a lot of you gentlemen hear each other on the station on air a lot, but don't get a chance to interact much. And, uh, yeah, it's good to compare notes every so often. Uh, I don't know. Well, Paul, is there is there anything else that you'd like to uh, to to mention to Mike, uh, you know, while we're on the topic? No, I was just saying, you know, there are challenges to, like I mentioned, when you try and push back against these groups. You have to, you have to be careful with it uh, because you know they've sewn up so many institutions, and they, they, you know, including the media, where they can pump out their propaganda. That it's very difficult and it's very intimidating for a lot of people to even go there. You know, so uh, when it's talking about the Jewish thing, by the way. And I did a, an interview with Patrick Slattery on Thursday night, which is it was supposed to air on his show on Friday, uh, but uh, there was a mistake made and they aired a different show. So I'm going to air that tomorrow night uh, on my show, Last Man Standing at Midnight, um, tomorrow night, so that interview, because otherwise it's a waste of content, you know. And by the way, uh, when I know there's a two-week uh, difference as, as far as these uh, daylight, daylight savings time changes uh, we do here compared to the UK and Europe. I, I, I always forget, or I often forget, uh, who goes first. Have you had your your time change already? Yeah. Oh, is, is that a, a, oh no 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 no? I always forget too. I think we go first, do we? Um, well, no, no, no we like saving tonight. Tonight oh, we, we 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 change our clocks tonight. Oh. So two weeks from now, oh, wow. we'll probably two weeks from now, will probably be you then. And I've had a lot of times where uh, I schedule interviews with someone in Europe, and and it's it's messed up because of that. Like. Uh, like more than mm. a couple, and you'd think I would have learned by now. Uh, but uh, no, so yeah, I, I don't know. I've done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, every year I do. Um, uh, yeah, you guys are uh, first then because it's not happening here. It must be another couple of weeks. Uh, and yeah, end of March, that usually happens. So okay, yeah, end of March. Should be, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, late Saturday, early Sunday tonight here, like 2 a.m. Uh, Sunday today. Yeah, I wish they'd one. stop that nonsense. I don't think it's. I don't think it's necessary. I wish they'd stop it really because it's like you go from like pitch black, you know, and then the next thing it's like, I don't know. It's just you, you can't. You, you know, it's just daylight all day. You know, it's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, pe- a lot of people find it depressing getting dark so early at night, and I, I, I kind of think it getting dark later at night uh, would would be preferable year round, if anything. Unfortunately, if they do away with it, I hear that it would be the opposite that they would keep it. All uh, you know, with the with the with the earlier hours, you know, as compared to sunrise oh, no and sunset. Yeah, and, and I mean, in, in the, the I've heard uh, the biggest 
most common complaints, well, farmers uh, traditionally, now they have these huge lights on their tractors and everything, it's, and everything's, if not automated as well, but it's, uh, it's not as much an issue these days as in older times, but they would mention farmers in the morning, especially in the, in the winter months, they need more light to be able to work because they're up so early. And then children, you hear more recently, uh, children going to school in the morning uh, when it's dark and, oh, is that is safe and, and this and that. I, I don't know. I don't think either of those reasons. Uh, good for the just, energy companies, too. And if you've got, you know, if you've got solar panels and you've got less sun to, to fuel them, and you need yeah. more lights and energy if they make it darker, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think people are active more in a bit of later hours outside of farmers and 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 children for that just bit uh, of of travel to school in the morning. I don't know. I think more than not, it would be better to keep it a later shift, and it could even save mm. energy. Uh, but I don't know. That's just, that's just my preference, you know. And uh, and so I'm yeah, I'm kind of. Hard, fast to, to stick to that uh, attitude. I mean, before we go to callers, just to wrap up here, you know, because, Paul, I mean, you, when you were uh, jumping in uh, slightly late there, I mean, Mike and James seem to have a bit of a disjunct uh, uh, on statements. I don't think either trying to uh, uh, personally uh, attack the other. But, I mean, it, well, James, you've had the impression that there have been some um, to intentionally – um, further these bills uh, of censorship, uh, uh, staged uh, provocations. And, I mean, we do know about throughout history. I mean, you know, rabbis caught spraying swastikas on uh, tombstones and in Jewish cemeteries and, you know, these, these sort of things. And, and, and even about the black victimization, too, we've seen uh, a lot of times by black perpetrators. Uh, even recently that... Uh, uh, Jesse I'm, yeah, yeah, and the and the pull uh, on the uh, the car racing garage door uh, interpreted oh, yeah. interpreted as a as a noose. Uh, we had that incident. So I mean, it's it's very common, you know, both for for Jewish sympathy and in a bit uh, in an anti-white uh, agenda, a black sympathy uh, sometimes even. Uh, instigated or, or uh, coordinated by Jews uh, directing these people of color. But, uh, I mean, you know, you know there are, I, I, there's a, both exist, certainly, it's a legitimate resistance, as well as some of these, uh, you know, groups doing some of these uh, deceptive uh, acts to Yeah, to I was going to say, both, both things can and do happen. Yeah, I was going to say, both things can and do happen sometimes, you know? I mean, you can't just... You can't just outright dismiss any legitimate uh, resistance and dissent and pushback, uh, you know, by saying that it's it's all going to fall into the hands of uh, it's all going to play into the hands of, of the enemy. It yeah, it, it can do, uh, and and they are fully capable of trying to you know infiltrate that or have some provocateurs in there to turn it in their favor, and so they can t- uh, that that is what the story is rather than what people are protesting about. But it, what do you do? What do you do? We've had this conversation before. I mean, you know, it's then you're into the you're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't argument. But I think you've got to do something because you, you can't just do nothing. You, you, you do need in real life protest because, um, you know, the more people who know and the more people are pushing back at it, the better, you know. Yes. Well, well let's let's hear uh, from the other members of the panel on on this to have another chance uh, to speak. James, would you like to, to comment now? Well, yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> if I had a choice between uh, 
standing outside of the synagogue or wherever and handing out leaflets, why don't I just call the rabbi up on the phone and say, look it, I know what you're doing, you guys, and I don't like it. Right? I mean, yeah, okay, leaflets, fine. Just talk to these people directly. I, I tried that once in Belfast. Well, what happened? <laughs> Uh, uh, he was told that uh, he was going to call the police uh, for anti-Semitism. You should have said, hey, by the way, do you have any Uzis for sale? Ask him that. <laughs> but I actually, did, I actually did call a rabbi in a synagogue in Belfast once in, a, in one of my early uh, red pill days. Well, there you go. Or sorry, yeah. He's probably <laughs> upset that you did because this is exactly what they would do. They would go directly to... Uh, Ron DeSantis and say, hey, Ron, you know, we're going to make you Julius Caesar, something like that, right? And then DeSantis is yeah. looking like an idiot up against the wailing wall thinking that uh, he hasn't really sold his soul to the devil when really he has. He, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, so you're saying it went to the wailing wall too, isn't he? What? I think has Trump been yeah. to the Wailing Wall? Not that he needs to. Not that oh, yeah. he needs to. Because all, 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 all his children are married to Jews. Oh yeah, I have photos of Trump at the Wailing Wall with a, a yarmulke, and and same with Putin uh, photos of that as well. Unfortunately, with the yarmulke at the Wailing Wall. Disgraceful, boy. Disgraceful. And Mike, boy. Uh, Mike, uh, I don't know. Would you like to add uh, to this? Yeah, uh, making the phone call would be not a good idea here in the United States. Uh, you see, okay. when you get a permit and you call the police, the local law enforcement, and you tell them what you're doing, and you make sure you're standing on the right public property line so you don't break the law, which is what they're doing in Florida. They're doing everything fully by the book and by the law uh, is the way to do it because if you make a phone call to a rabbi, okay, and, uh, yeah. you know, you can be charged with terroristic threats and also FCC well, communication yeah. fraud. And all kinds of other right. things, which is ridiculous. And we could talk about guns on your phone call, like you just said. I mean, this is uh, I mean, joking. that right there is a lot more dangerous. White people passing out leaflets. Yeah, uh, honestly, leaflets. even right. honestly, even for you it to mention that, James. Because I mean, yeah. I, I well, mean, uh, how about this? How about this? Can I have my lawyer call him? How's that? I got my lawyer to call the rabbi. How's that? Lawyer to call the rabbi. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, sure. wait, 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 one more. One more. Hang on. Hang on. I got one more point. Why don't I just file a petition against the law to block it in court? There you go. Uh, I'm sure right? judges. You can ask brother, get brother Nathaniel to call them for you. Yeah, that would be perfect. Well, get brother okay. Nathaniel. He's not going to sure. do that. Though. He's not going to do that. I'm sure he just I mean, changes outfit. Brother Nathaniel won't do that. Right? Where is Brother Nathaniel these days? He doesn't. Uh, I don't see him anymore. Has he got any uh, content? Well, uh, does he do any stuff anymore? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He has been putting out content. I, I actually I did an interview with him on on Wednesday for the first time. Uh, did, I got his contact through. Yeah, yeah. I got his contact through uh, Patrick Slattery and, and Jeremy from Kentucky. Send me his, can you send me his details? I'd love to do a show with him. I, I I will indeed. I'll you know I'll just just confirm with him. But I'm sure he he would be happy to do a show with you. And and yeah, I'll, I'll, I plan to have him for another uh, interview once I give a bit of time. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll send you that archive too to uh, to check out. Yeah, sorry I didn't. Uh, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, he's got well two. Uh, let's see, two different sites. Uh, there's uh, one that he focuses on <coughs> Bible interpretations more. Uh, Bible with brother is the name of of that one, and then oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and and so you know the, the the one that just focuses on well, Jewish power in general and that sort of thing. Uh, that would be uh, what Re- real Jew news, I believe. Isn't that isn't uh, that right, gentlemen? Yeah. But uh, I see we have a bunch. Yeah, of- no, it'd be cool, it'd be cool to uh, be cool to contact him. Yeah, so he can let him know or whatever. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, I I will I will do that. And uh, yeah, I'd be curious to hear Thank how, you. how you pick his brain. We have some, again, yeah, callers building in the queue. So let's uh, pivot over to the phones. We have Bruce in Texas who's been patiently waiting. Hey, Bruce, hey, thanks for listening today. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, sir? Coming through. Hello? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Five by five. Yeah, okay, great. I'm going to just toss out this. Uh, I think it's pretty funny. This little news bit here. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky wants to rename Russia into Moscovia because uh, he insists that uh, they're not direct descendants of the Kievan Rus. That's, that's pretty arrogant. Is he trying to be funny? I mean, Mike Sled, you're a comedian. Is this a joke or what? He's going to rename Russia. Losing the war, though. You know. Well, he's already named hey, hey, Kiev. Kiev, which sounds kind of like yeah. so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, anything's well, possible. I, I think, yeah, well, I insist that we rename uh, uh, rename his country into uh, maybe Homoslavia or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, or Israel 2.0. That's, that's probably the best there. And uh, Elon or, or, Musk or demanding the release. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk demands the release of the QAnon shaman. He's saying he is unfairly yeah. Uh, tried, and yeah, that's that's pretty good. Any any thoughts on that one? Anybody? Hello. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, well, Mike, uh, would you like to comment? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, look, uh, I've stated my piece on the Russia conflict, uh, you know, um, Russia-Ukraine deal. I mean, I think it's uh, bigger than just Russia fighting to save us from the Jew world order. I think it's uh, when you look at the grand chessboard, I think that, uh, in my opinion, is, uh, you know, uh, this is a war like in the past for profit. I think uh, the military industrial complex, the contractors have made a bunch of money. I think in the end, uh, the Jewish oligarchical power structure in Ukraine will be solidified from this. I think Putin most likely will be solidified in power from this. I think at the end, Europe will be reshaped. Um, I think you will have a new uh, power base in Ukraine for the Eurasian shift. And I believe that all sides are working in congruency to bring about that Eurasian shift and uh I don't believe there's really any good guys really fighting for the white cause in this fight. That's my opinion. I know it's controversial, and I respect other people's opinion on that, but that's my opinion on that conflict. Uh, so there you go. All right. Hey, uh, the handsome truth, I'm going to close with this. Uh, 
And, you know, you need to understand I'm just going to be suspicious until proven otherwise. And anybody except anyone in my immediate family or people I know. Not suspicious, but I keep my guard up because it's been fooled too many times before, you know, by, uh, by people. And there's, there's, hey, look here, John Menandero, that's his real name, M-I-N-A-D-E-O, first name John, J-O-N. He has an international movie database page. Yeah, All he right? used to be an actor. So yeah, he used to be an actor. Maybe he still is. Well, so what? Well, don't get too I, defensive on me. Let me finish. <laughs> I used to be an actor. Uh, and, yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe you still are. Who knows? But uh, his uh, first I, two movies, Curveball and Vampire, he played a... Uh, in both these movies, he was a, a drug addict who was trying to straighten out his life, and he went through, you know, kind of like a comedy in a way. And then in his third yeah. movie, Reality TV Movie, he plays a guy who wants to star in his own reality TV show. So okay. that, that's interesting. You know, a drug abuser and a guy who wants to be in a reality show, and and now he's doing these. I guess you can call them art performances or whatever. I'm not sure how many Jews you're going to convince to flip over by staging a protest in front of the synagogue, and if talking on the internet and and uh, and on talk shows is, is a waste of time, then what the hell are we doing here? Hey, can I ask you a question, Bruce? Uh, what are you doing? Yeah, where you live ahead. to. Are, are, are you passing out any flyers? Are you doing any activism in your area? Or are you just uh, calling into this show and complaining about what other people do? No, I'm, I'm going not only here, but on other internet platforms, and I, I open up a lot of eyes. Open up a lot uh, okay. of eyes. And you basically you know, sit one on the- at a time, you're not going to get too far. I reach thousands of people around the world. You reach thousands right? of people around the world for you. Man, I can't. You're doing a great job. Great job. They, they don't get personal. Just answer my questions. Don't you think that's kind of questionable? But it's back. Not really. I mean, I took a I've, no. Okay, I took a look I, at I, it. It was kind of strange. I mean, hey, if I was an employer, I'd have him pissing a bottle. Let me put it that way. So someone well, that you may be playing so, a role. You know, you don't okay, believe well, in trying. problem reaction solution. You know, yeah, we want to hate people. So let's get a clown out there to get the media attention. How come he's not in jail? How much does it cost to run Goyam TV? Do you want to answer, answer your, your free question? Are you going to shut your mouth and let me answer your question, or are you going to keep there on talking go. over me? There you go. Huh? You don't have an answer, do you? I don't have an answer. Bruce, keep let him answer. Back. Stop talking, Bruce. Let Mike answer. Okay. God, morons that call in sometimes is ridiculous. Like this See, that's prick not here. An Where does his money shut come up. from? Hey, hey, you faggot! Let me answer you, all right? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Go ahead. There you go, again. dude. There you go again. There you yeah, go, Bruce. Again. Bruce, you, every time someone's about to answer, you you, you know you're picking up on just he's the slightest hesitation to interrupt. Like you're interrupting strategically Nathaniel. at this point. I'm sorry, but you're aggressively think, interrupting strategically. It seems passive aggressive. Uh, just just to agitate. Can I answer the question? Well, I'm also I'm also anticipating the, the the break. I don't know if we're we're doing this break. Okay. Well, there you go. Bruce, I, I seriously doubt you're doing anything in your area. Just calling the show, bloviating, talking over people. That's not activism. That's acting like a retard. And you seem to be doing a very good job at it. Well, again, I hear the music now, so we'll be right back, folks. We have more callers in the queue. If you want to call in. 
times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed. But you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home, all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. And one of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Back here on the Alternative Media, folks, Richard Carey filling in for Farron Schof here with our roundtable panel. Michael Sledge, Paul Edward Stevenson, and James in Vancouver. Let's go back to the phones. We have 
Charles in Florida. Hey, Charles, how are you doing this morning? Thanks for calling. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, yeah, Richard. Uh, yeah, I try to be brief. Uh, uh, the tr- Truth Seeker, the latest issue of the Truth Seeker on uh, tr- truthseeker.co.uk. Uh, it has an article, really interesting. I, w- I, I, I was believing this stuff the other day. I called in an RBN and uh, I, I swallowed this this story that. That Putin is against the the, uh, the vaccines. They have an art, uh, article here by "Why Do People Think Putin Dislikes Clot Shots?" by it's by uh, Edward Slavsquat. That's a weird name there. It's like S Q A T. Substack, uh, March eleventh, twenty twenty three, and this is from an article in Real Raw News. Putin supposedly. D- ordered the destruction of all COVID-19 vaccines in Russia. And it points out in the article how phony this all is. Putin is really allowing all the governors of all the different states in in the Russian Republic to decide themselves. And and he uh, awarded the highest award in in, uh, Russia, the Alexander Nevsky Award to the so-called Moses of, of vaccines, of COVID-19 vaccines, one Alexander Ginsburg is one of his friends who wants compulsory vaccination for everybody. So it, it, Putin's a total phony. He supposedly, this article that was in... Uh, uh, the uh, real raw news uh, in March fourth. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, yeah, it, it, to the to the yeah, same you, extent you that should, Trump. Everybody should read this and show how phony uh, uh, right. Putin is. And and that's similar to how well we see with Trump that that was a hard limit. He just he, like Trump. Does he? Does does same yeah? Thing. Well, tr- Trump Trump probably still uh, credits himself for fast tracking. Uh, so-called fast-tracking, as he claims uh, he had influence over this vaccine plan and production. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, but, but Mike Trump here... Trump is against it personally, just like mm-hmm. uh, just like uh, uh, Putin is supposedly is, too. Yet, yet he gets his friend uh, Alexander Ginsburg the highest award uh, issued I just by, can't the, help but make by the, the Russian state. Right, and I just can't help but make the comparison because a lot of Trump supporters, MAGA people, are, are very pro-Putin. A lot, some of them now in the independent media around here are even far more pro-Putin than pro-Trump in the last couple of years. So, and Mike Sledge here has done a lot of research on, on Putin. Uh, so, I don't know, perhaps he'd like to comment for you, Charles. Mike. Well, you know, I know that uh, many people in our circles are divided on the Putin issue, and that's cool. I respect both sides of the argument, but, uh, you know, I really do believe I actually agree with James in this and uh, or Charles in this and that uh, I think uh, Putin is a, uh, uh, you know, playing his part in the role to bring about the uh, the Jewish uh, Great Reset in that, uh, you know, the end result of this war uh, will be. Uh, you know, moving us into the next uh, 
phase of a Jewish consolidation. And I think it's clear uh, from his past. Uh, look, it takes two to tango. You know, let me just give you an interesting fact here. The Russian uh, uh, State Department, was the equivalent of their State Department or their uh, attaches, had been meeting in South Africa with the ANC uh, ECC uh, mercenary fighters who are uh, basically black communist uh, fighters in South Africa that persecute the Boers down there all the time. And he's actually, for over a year now, been trying to recruit them and bring them in to fight in the European theater in the Russia-Ukraine conflict. This is totally disgusting for uh, Vladimir Putin bringing in uh, black communist fighters to commit genocide on white people uh, in the Ukraine. Forget about the Jewish oligarchs that run the Ukraine, but the hmm. Ukrainian people heard that. I think that's an example of how disgraceful this man is. He's not fighting for our cause, for our survival. He's uh, He believes in multiculturalism. He believes in a new Russia that uh, is goes along the lines of Alex Dugan, and it is not pro-white. It is a very multicultural super state he's trying to create there. And this is similar to what well, uh, did in World War II when they brought the African hordes into Italy in the Battle of Monte. Well, here I hear the break. At that point, we turn with another call. who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. 
Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLD Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at tldtalk.com and join the social media revolution. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. back folks here on the alternative media richard carey filling in for fair and Shof. this is the second hour uh, well the bottom of the second hour on this saturday march 11 2023 and i have with me of course on the panel mike sledge paul edward stevenson and james in vancouver going back to the phones we have tony in chicago hey tony hey great to hear from you how you doing today what's on your mind sir Hello, Tony. I didn't hear the thing. Oh, there, oh, there we you go. Are. I was I was waiting for it. Look at okay. I uh, want to explain what's going on around the country. One of your panel members mentioned this. Okay, I have not been able to look at that bill that passed in the House in Georgia because uh, I could barely handle what's going on in Florida, and then a big banquet bust out in uh, California. I'm not sure if that bill in Georgia has any criminal penalties it passed by a super wide margin but what's going on in all these southern states where you have the uh cult of israel party running these houses these state houses and you know these 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 people and i i always knew they would give away the first amendment to these uh, fake jews because these people are nothing but uh israel bible uh noahide filth okay these people are filth Okay, they're not Christians. They're filth. They, they're they Pastor Hageyites. And that's who took the Republican Party over. But I'm just going to get to the 
it's they're they're passing the IHRA definition of anti-Semitism, international Holocaust. I don't know what the hell, but this is what's going on. Okay, now whether that bill has criminal penalties in it for free speech, like the uh, Florida bill, I don't know. But that's what's going on. They just passed it. The governor of Arkansas just signed this thing. See, so the Jews are running around. It, these are non-binding resolutions, and it's the Republican Party that are pushing this crap. Now, whether it actually got into throwing people in jail for their free speech like it is in Florida, I don't know. I have to look at it. But like I said, this thing in Florida has uh, ruined my year. I've been obsessed with it. Okay. But uh, if, if am I still on? Yes. Yeah, you're still here. Okay. You know, if anybody's interested in actually doing anything in Florida, okay, that, this, this bill has uh, 50 on it now. Okay, it's, it's, it's in another committee. It was in some criminal committee, a criminal justice committee. It got out. They changed the language on it. Now it's going to another committee. Yeah, it's, it's still in play. Now, the GDL, Going Defense League, they actually put out a flyer against this. It's a very good flyer. You, I don't know if it's on Goyim TV flyers or whatever their pages where their flyers are. Last night it wasn't on there. It's, it's, it's on Gab. I, I've been posting. I've been posting it on Trump's site to go after these people, okay? Because you know, I, I've just I've had it with the whole Christians United for Israel crowd. I just had it with these people. I don't even feel they're Christians, okay? If uh, they their books, the Israel Bible, that's the Old Testament. And I'm sorry, that's before Jesus uh, came came to uh, the face of the earth. So they're not they're not Christians. They're Noahides, and they're obsessed with fake Jews. And these people, their free ride needs to uh, end, okay? And uh, I'll go after these people. I hate their guts. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. They're, they're destroying. They're, they're destroying this country through the Republican well, Party. But the bottom well, line is, you fly there, you can get it. You can get it on vaccine hoax if you if you're a member of GAM. And you need uh, you can go pass it out in Florida. It's a fine flyer. Talk, well, here, talk, let's. You know. Let's get a little feedback from the panel for you, uh, Tony. Uh, you mentioned Christianity and, and, and Zionism. We have uh, Paul Edward Stevenson on, uh, from the U.K., and he's a Christian. Uh, Paul, would you like to uh, comment? Yeah, I'm going to read the Christian Zionist panel. They're a very uh, big problem. Uh, part of the problem is... You know, you have well-meaning Christians who sign on to this uh, Israel-centric eschatology, eschatological system of dispensationalism, which is not biblical. I mean, you know, Christians for centuries have argued about, you know, all sorts of things and debated about all sorts of things, but they can use, for example, if you look at Calvinists and Arminians or, you know, or non-Calvinists, for example, you know, they've debated for a long time or different things have debated, but it's ostensibly unbiblical, the whole dispensationalist thing. I mean, and it's a very relatively uh, new phenomena, new uh, eschatological system in, in the history of the church. There's no Christians believe this nonsense up until about, you know, for the most part, the 20th century. But it started around the 18th, the mid 18th century, uh, or sorry, the mid 19th century. And you can see certain aspects of it before that as well. But it really got going in earnest. And the Jews, uh, the Zionists, took, you know, saw it as an opportunity. And unfortunately, uh, the Christians were, uh, to some extent, unknowingly 
uh, and, and all our you know all our times knowingly accelerating this Christian or this Zionist movement. But I know a lot of Christians who believe this stuff genuinely because they've never been taught anything else. They don't know that there are other views. I've been rebuked by Christians, you know, to tell me, you know, to call me, uh, you know, not just that I'm wrong, but these people believe this so much that they'll they'll call you a heretic and, uh, you know, one of one of Satan's uh, deceivers that has, you know, predicted in, in, in the end times and all this sort of nonsense. But it's a very powerful movement. And I think the best we can hope for is to try and, uh, you know, to teach well-meaning Christians that this stuff is nonsense and that they should stay away from it. Uh, because, you know, part of their system is that there is a big end times deception. <laughs> of course, the irony is, is that they are indulging in it. If there is, if we are in the end times, then uh, this dispensationalism it would have to go into the category of a deception because it is deceit and deceptive. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't believe we're in the end times. I mean, so many Christians get obsessed with this idea of the end times. And what you can say is that every Christian, and there has been there has been many Christians from the time of Christ and the early apostles, or after the death of Christ, you know, who predicted this end times thing, right from the first century, right through till today, and they've all been wrong, one hundred percent wrong, um, because Jesus hasn't come back yet, you know. So I mean, for to to, to some, it, it is a theological uh, error. And to others, people like John Hagee, I think they know fine well what they're doing. They're getting very rich uh, out of this whole uh, Zionist scam, you know. Well, great, great response there. And and Tony also referred to the Flyers in Florida from the Goyam Defense League. Mike referred to those earlier. So, I don't know, Mike, would you like to make another comment about uh, Tony's call on, on that topic before we go to the next caller? Yeah, by the way, great call, Tony, man. Great call, Tony. Really appreciate the call. And you made some great points, especially – on the GOP, the Republican Party. It's not the GOP, it's the GOP, as I call it. They are the most dangerous in America. They're even more dangerous than the uh, than the Democrat Party. And let me explain this here. These uh, in Georgia, in Juja, uh, when they passed this hate bill, this anti-Semitism law last week through the House, it was unanimously supported by the GOP, okay? It was actually introduced to the House, uh, to the state Congress legislature by the GOP. And frankly, the only resistance it got here in Juja was from uh, black Democrats, believe it or not, who stood up and opposed the bill. And uh, I think there was like just a handful of Democrats that opposed it around the Atlanta area. So the only resistance this bill got here in Georgia was from the Democratic Party. The GOP... And the Republican Party is even more pro-Israel than the Democratic Party. And this is why uh, you know, I used to interview Tom Mesker and talk to him back in the day here in the States. Uh, you know, he always made the point. He's one of the few that did. He's one of the few white activists that made this point that the biggest enemy we face are these conservatives, are these uh, Republicans, these uh, ultra capitalists who, uh, who hate the working man. Who hate the white working class and they are in love with Israel. And here you see it today. Yeah. The, the the Republican Party is the biggest political enemy here in the United States. That, that, great call, can Tony. I, can I say one thing? Is, is, is there criminal sanctions in that thing? Did you read it? Or did you just listen to I, it on the media? 
I do believe there is some criminal sanctions in it, but I don't have I don't have it right in front of me here. I don't want to I don't want to say anything that's not quite perfectly accurate, you know. But I think it does have have some criminal because yes. all the rest of the ones that are going on in these southern state legislatures are just non non binding resolutions. But so one last thing, man, you know the WEF. No one's talking about this. They they came out. It's it's it's. Uh, you have to look it up on the internet. It's it's there. It's on. Uh, you know, they, uh, Klaus Schwab came out and said that the uh, United States needs to implement a one child policy on its white population, not the entire population. The white piece specifically said white population and we've got these traitors i mean this 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 governor here you know i mean Rothschild jew pritzker there you know he's in he's in the mob okay the city of london jew mob i mean he goes to that thing every year but you had the governor of georgia appear in there you have republican party figures yeah this is this is the meeting that they're going to i mean i mean they really show their their true colors what the wef is Okay, I mean it's it just it's an anti-white new world order, and uh, hey, look at it. Uh, the new world order is about world control from Jerusalem, and it is about eradicating the white race because our memory needs to be blotted out. Okay, and just listen to the rabbis. Anyway, there's so, a flyer out there, man. You can go and more, do, you can go pass them out in Florida, <laughs> and more and more bluntly, uh, specifically. Focusing on censorship of white people, Tony. Let's be more and more open about it. Do you have a full deck of callers, or is there time for me to bring something else up? Uh, well, we have a, we have a few in the queue. If you, if you could be quick, what All right, real you quick, dude, look at look at dude. I, I I you know this is really serious business. We're losing our constitution. I I watched uh, a horrible truth. Okay, the first time ever. Okay, look at. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, whether he's a Fed or not, uh, you know, he, his his little act. I'm sorry, I give him credit. They're doing some stuff, but he's not the solution. Okay, if you think a dude like that that's on that does a show like that, Seek Highland and all this. Look at, I'm going. I'm 62 years old in a few weeks. I've seen it all. Okay, and if you think that thing, they've done a lot of good work in my opinion. Okay, and a lot of ballsy work up until the point of that Habad House uh, protest in Orlando which I'm, I'm very suspicious about because it was just really over the top. It helped this bill along, and uh, it, it, in my mind, it, it looked like a uh, FBI op to me. But uh, like I said, we don't know. But like I said, you watch that guy's stuff. That's a good question why he's not in jail. And, I mean, I hate to be criticizing people that go out and do things, and but uh, in my mind, he's just going a little bit too far. And then I'm wondering because uh, – I, I lived in South Florida. Okay, those guys are in Palm Beach County. I've lived in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, for close to 20 years. I'm over on the other side of the state now. Okay, uh, and those cops are, are, are vicious bastards. Okay, they. You should, why is he arrested? That's a good question because you, you don't have to do anything. Okay, they. Those guys have bullseyes on their back. Okay, okay. Palm Beach County cops are just vicious criminals. I mean, they just make things up and they'll go right in the court in West Palm Beach and why I'm serious about this. So just food for thought. Okay. Uh, I would not have the balls to do what those people are doing down there now. Okay. I just wouldn't have to, I'm talking about house rally going into downtown West Palm Beach. I think it was the government center there in the parking lot, uh, hanging out, handing out baby penis flyers. 
Okay, right in the right in. I don't know what it was in the courthouse parking lot or something. There was a video on that. I I I just uh, I got well. One one kid did get arrested. He got arrested in Boca. Okay, for uh, littering, and then they're throwing disorderly mm-hmm. conduct. That's the wrong okay. county to be screwing around with the cops. And okay, I'll let you go. Bye bye. All right. No, thanks for the call, Daryl in Canada. Thanks for waiting, Daryl. What's on your mind today? Oh, yes, here you are now. <clears throat> yeah, I think yes, the sir. support for, for Putin is, is a lot more of anti-Ukraine, uh, more so than Putin itself, although, you know, they, they hate to Zelensky so bad, and uh, it's much better to live in Russia before Ju- February 24th than, than that super corrupt Jew-led uh, Ukraine. So I think that's it's kind of the enemy of the enemy. It's not so much Putin. Anyway, I'd like to say to uh, Paul, that took a lot of guts to call that, <laughs> to call that rabbi. I'm sure you know, and everyone, well, anyone that knows Jews pretty well knows that, man, oh man, most of them anyway, the vast majority, they look down at you. I mean, it, it, when, it, when a goyim looks, tells to do something to, 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 you know, what to do, it's kind of like, uh, like, how dare you? It's, they look at you almost like a child trying to tell an adult how to live its life type of thing. So it's just such a waste of time to talk to those people. It's, it's, it's complete, uh, you know, it's the greatest waste of time you could ever have. Um, uh, I was listening to Mike and James earlier about that discussion. Yeah, I think it was about 99% uh, for Mike and 1% for J- James, what he was saying about, you know, there's plants. There are some. Like, there, like for instance, when you're talking about that Nazi flag, for instance, that, that little Jewish guy walking around in Charlottesville, away from everybody with the Nazi flag, you know that was a plant. You know that was CIA or some other uh, paid... Uh, guy to do that, because you knew that was going to get on the news, and that's going to be blamed for everybody. Everybody's going to have that mindset, right? <clears throat> Same thing up here in Canada, and uh, 13 months ago in Ottawa with that truckers, some guy had a uh, a swastika flag, and uh, I think, uh, and then there was another one with a Confederate flag. Even the, our bisexual Prime Minister of Canada noticed it in the Parliament, if you remember, he said, some guy was carrying a Confederate flag and a, na- and a swastika. Yeah, that was, uh, I remember that. You remember that one, any of you guys, when he, when he said that? <laughs> James? <laughs> oh, man, that Castro's son is so over the top. But, uh, yeah, the more provocative, like, just like Tony, to piggyback on what he was saying near the end, the more provocative these people are at these, at these protests and the stuff that they carry, the more likely they are, like, plants to, to try to, uh, you know, agitate and to get on the news to try to blame the whole flock for just a couple and say, see, 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 it's like Ukraine. Right. I mean, 95 percent of the stuff that they're doing there, uh, like that they're blaming the Russians for, they do it themselves. Like Snake Island, Bucha, those bombings in the theater, train bombing there, shelling, nu- shelling the nuclear uh, power plant that's controlled by Russia and blaming Russia. It sounds a lot like uh, the two percenters. They're the only well, group that call. can do that in the history of mankind. Blame other great people call. for what they do. Absolutely. Great call, Daryl. I just want to be sure to fit everyone in. And okay, thank you. Close to the end of the clock. Mike in Kentucky. Hey, Mike, good to hear from you today. What's on your mind? Well, to the guy from the U.K. and the rest of the panel, I'm over here in one of these. Uh, can you hear me? I'm over here in one of these uh, states that was not uh, technically one of the original colonies. Uh, I know there's some Brits that consider us still part of the original original colonies. But real quick, a couple of bullet points. Uh, Out of Florida, that law, you know, the hate crime speech or whatever, if it's really a non-binding resolution, that's what I call and others call appeasement by resolution. Charles Weissman had a book out 
on the authority of law, and every actual law that can be enforced has to have an enacting clause, be it enacted. And just about every clause in that law would have to have a be it enacted. So I doubt that that law has anything other than ceremonial value. Now, you can have resolutions that order around government employees, but if it's a non-binding resolution, it's simply appeasement of that political group, and they don't, they're playing on their ignorance. But uh, to the guy in the U.K. also on this dispensationalism, uh, how do we know that Jesus, or shall we say Yeshua, did not already come back since he said he would come as a thief in the knife? The night, and you ain't going to know if a thief that's any good came in the night until the next day when you notice some stuff missing. <laughs> so, well, uh, uh, the market reset stuff out of California of, is yeah. another thievery on the working class, poor middle class. It happens all the time with this mm-hmm. banking and stuff like that. Well, here, here, uh, here, here it sounds like Paul. Sounds like Paul wanted to respond to you quickly, and we have <laughs> okay. the phone lines loading up, so we're gonna have to. Uh, try to jump to the others, but well, no, I, I appreciate the call. 40 minutes, so. No, yeah, no, I, I didn't balance it too well with the callers at this roundtable panel. That's all right. I get it. It's well, no, if there's something else you want to add quickly, Mike, no, please, please. I was just going to say that big, big, big surprise, they're doing another pump and dump with this market reset, these banks failing. It's not just the one bank over in uh, California, the Silicon Bank or whatever it's called, but it's another way to rob the working poor like a tax by these vampires, you know, for the insiders. So, of course, they're going to distract everybody with the, you know, January 6th and other things. But anyway, yeah, please respond. Paul? Paul? Well, just on the Jesus Returns thing, I mean, there isn't an eschatological strain within the church uh, that's, that's always believed uh, that um, – that Jesus has returned, that he, that the, the, all, the whole book of Revelation and the prophecies in Matthew 24 and things like that are pertaining to uh, the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. Uh, it's, you know, that's the preterist Thank view, you. Uh, <laughs> largely. Yeah, and that's the, that's the view that I think makes most biblical sense. But if you, that's, I became a Christian later in life and I started studying the Bible and then I, you know, went into the churches and I was kind of looking and listening to the pastor and then looking down at my Bible and then looking at the pastor and then it. looking down at my Bible. I was shake, shaking my head thinking, where does this guy get this stuff? It's not my Bible. So <laughs> I think if, if, if you're, if you go into the church as a child, which a lot of people do, they get brainwashed by this stuff and they just accept it's true and they accept the pastor's take on things. But I came to the church late and now I don't go to any church because I just find the majority of the pastors intolerable, including their ignorance of the, uh, of the scriptures. It's just really difficult to find a church that you can go to without ending up completely wound up. Are you familiar with the, 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 idea that the uk is danites or that they are uh, descendants of the house of david they have some <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. they got from scotland that has this the supposedly yeah. the stone the stone that david laid his head on well there is that there is that th- th- i i have heard that 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 uh idea that you know the tribe of dan that they went wandering uh they were a kind of a, a curious colorful kind of outfit and that they you know, when they 
you know, established themselves somewhere and set up camp, that they put the name of their tribe on that area. So you, so then the argument goes anywhere with Dan or Dunn or anything like that is, you know, descendants and was, you know, of yeah. the tribe of Dan. So you have places like Dunkirk and Dundee yeah. in Scotland. And yeah. even the town that I, came, I come from in Ireland is called Dungiven. I, I don't know if there's any truth to that or not, or whether yeah. it's just some little uh, quirky little thing. But yeah, on. they say... Hmm. Um, I don't on. lose any sleep over it either way. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, thanks for the call, as always. Yeah, great call. Miles in Maine. Hey, Miles, how you doing? We have a couple behind you. We try to fit everyone. Yeah, you know, no, what are your points, sir? Sorry for the long wait. Yeah. Uh, regarding this, this uh, situation with Hanson Truth and Brother Nathaniel, you know, Ronald Reagan said somebody who votes with me 80% of the time is my friend. This worrying around, running around, who's an agent, who's this, oh, don't trust Mike Lindell, don't trust Putin, don't trust that. Nobody knows what Putin's doing, Nobody and nobody can think they do, okay? Uh, I think Syria's very happy with Putin, and I don't think he was playing around over there, you know? Uh, and so one other final thing I'd like to say to you, Richard, is you got the only show that allows your guests to insult people. And that's the, that's not very nice. It's not very professional for your show. You know, I mean, Bruce is a good caller and he's a, he's faithful to this network and nobody should I be agree. coming on here calling any callers names. And this guy did it. And no, Paul I from California does it. And you I need agree. to change that. I was, no, I, I agree, but I know Bruce has uh, likewise had a beef with Paul in the past. And and that that really shouldn't that come around at these shows, but I mean no, it's as a moron. We have a you know I, I I try to not have anyone focus on attacking each other, and no I, I do agree with that. At the same time, some people think that's good live radio and 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 uh, I, I but I know I don't uh, I don't think that yeah it, it will work out in the long run. John Stadmiller had the golden rule: don't attack other hosts. And, uh, so, you know, but no point understood and well taken, Miles. But there was some passive aggressiveness, perhaps on both sides there. I, I'm sorry I didn't get to the last couple callers. You know, uh, in future, I, I will be sure to try to balance it better. Sorry for the technical issues. Thank you to the panel today. And I'm sorry we had to cut the end short in the discussion. Folks, until next time, hold on to that First and Second Amendment with your life. wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift what in the world is an ease-off drop and lift our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control 
That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the EaseOff installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows too. Easehoff LLC four one seven nine three two six four one nine. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.